Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another episode. Today's features, Rock Band Shots Fired. Had a whole lot of fun hanging with them over at Utopia Studios in St. Louis. Uh, so you might hear a little background noise here and there as uh, there's some bands rehearsing next door and stuff. So, But it's ultimately a great time. We hit, we did uh, two songs live acoustic you'll hear on the show. And and uh, check out all their music wherever you're getting your digital music at today. And uh, catch them live in the Road to Point Fest. Maybe uh, we'll see them at Point Fest this uh, summer. And uh, also uh, want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler. Located here in St. Louis, Missouri, over in the Maplewood area. Stop in and visit them at the shop or shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. Uh, you can find all your favorite beard oils, beard balms, your junk powder, combs, whatever you're into. I'm sure they have uh, some wonderful products there for you. All kinds of different fragrances and uh, wonderful things. You know, growing a big old beard is a surefire way to keep you warm this winter, and there's no better way than to grow it out with Roughneck Beard Company's full line of beard and grooming products. Beat the itch, soften, and set the stage for a faster and fuller growth. And you can do it all while saving 15% by using my code RPP15 during checkout. Again, RPP1515 at checkout at roughneckbeardcompany.com today also big shout out to my friends at friendship brewing company here in wentzville missouri uh swing in and check them out and pick up some delicious craft brew uh you got all kinds of 25 different taps rotating through there and they've also got a fine menu full of uh delicious food with uh like some nachos and burgers and sandwiches and um so Come on out and see what it's all about. You know, they've been doing a lot to support this community out here and uh, beyond sp- uh, sponsoring the show. They also uh, launched a beer a while back in honor of a uh, fallen soldier and Winsfield native Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz. Uh, and all the proceeds of that particular can go right to his foundation. So, uh, beautiful thing they're doing, supporting that cause. So, come out and buy up some of those cans and they just uh launched a brand new beer a s'mores stout so that i'm uh, i'm interested in trying out so come on over to friendship brewing company in wentzville missouri and tell them shane sent you if you need me of course you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com hit me up on the socials feel free to email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you think of uh, these new Shots Fired tunes. And with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with Shots Fired. Um, a podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening tonight to... Shots Fired. And we are appearing on The Rock. Paper. Podcast. 
Rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beats, scissors, shame covers non-stop. Never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has. Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Podcast. Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town. Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero, he's your bestie. Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out with the guys of Shots Fired. Welcome to the show, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for having us. This is uh, cool, man. We're back here uh, at Utopia Studios in St. Louis. I haven't been here in, feels like, years. It's been a long time. You know, I think, well, I think everything feels like a long time after, uh, you know, COVID and everything. So, yeah, yeah, uh, but it's, it's been definitely a while since I've been in this room and or in this building. And uh, but I'm glad to be here hanging with you guys. And yes, sir, uh, yes, sir, Utopia, the uh, the breeding ground of St. Louis music. Yeah, yeah everybody <laughs> practices. Yeah, we besides uh, limp. Yeah, we yeah. actually started the band in this room. So what is this room four or room? This is room two. Room, room two. two. That's room, yeah. two room two at Utopia. Room two with the red walls. Yeah, this the band was room. this band was formed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh that was uh a f- you guys kind of uh mentioned alluded to that earlier that uh so it was cool that uh we are back here man there's a lot, a lot I didn't know there was so much history in this room uh for you guys but uh yeah definitely yeah. uh get into it and uh introduction the uh let's uh yeah before we get going too far let's all uh go around the mics and say hi and introduce yourselves hi I'm Steve I play guitar and shots fired I'm Rob I'm the drummer shots fired. I am Mike. I am guitar and shots fired. <laughs> I am I'm Tyler. I'm the bass player of Shots Fired. Yeah, and I'm Jesse, and I am the lead vocalist of Shots Fired. <laughs> and uh, together we are Shots Fired. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's Shots Fired. How many times can we say it? Shots, shots Fired. fired. That's yeah. our band name. Yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, before we get going too far, I also want to give a shout out to the uh, the band of Room 5. <laughs> band in Room, room 5. five. Yeah. Yeah. They were. Yeah. Right in the ambiance. Yeah, they yeah. might be hanging out with their bass, low bass notes <laughs> all right. night. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely uh, might hear some of that. They're they're getting loud over there, and it's yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. really uh, loud. That's what happens yeah. when you uh, rent out a rehearsal room for a podcast. But, hey, <laughs> hey you know, it's a risk you run. All right, they're vibing. Like We're vibing. Sure. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, this is what's cool for me about doing this show is uh, you know I, I uh, I've kind of known of shots fired just kind of from afar. For, for a while and um you know like uh just through the internet and stuff you know kind of i try to keep a, a fair idea of fair tabs on st louis music what's going on and uh i know you guys have done shows with uh some friends of mine uh uh like uh i know you did a show with outrun the fall uh, yeah. a while back and they're good buddies of mine i actually went to high school with uh, a couple two of the original members and nice. uh stuff so like um, but, uh, and then just recently, uh, your guys' name came up again with, uh, the guys of Sleepaway were on the show yep. a little bit yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah, they were cool guys. Nice yeah. Guys. So, uh, but that's, what's fun for me. Like I said, it gets me out and get me meeting all kinds of different bands, get to hang out in a place where we can actually talk and not, you know, uh, 
scream over a band at uh you know rock show and stuff and yeah yeah it's always hard meeting people when there's a the loudspeaker right next to you right head. yeah <laughs> so this is uh this is cool i'm glad it finally happened i mean like uh yeah. like i said i've known of you guys for a while so it's nice to make it official and proper and um but uh so shots fired though has been a been around for a few years now right we like well so let's yeah. go back to that story how this uh all originated in this room so we, uh, Bobby and I, we met up in about 2017, roughly about summertime. We were trying to form a band. Um, we actually had a band prior to Shots Fired, which was more sort of like pop rock. That band that ended up not sort of panning out. So, you know, me and uh, Bobby and I, we yeah, basically... Decided to shift direction at that yeah, point. Yeah. So we uh, we were just a four-piece, you know, with that, that band. And so we decided... Uh, Maybe tune down a little bit, get a little heavier. Yeah, we wanted and, to uh, add a second guitar. Yeah, so play, we really uh, start getting uh, down and dirty with it. Play some sort of harder rock, and, and the sound that we've got now has kind of come about. You know, at first we didn't really know what kind of sound we were going for, but um, it sort of evolved since our first album, especially. What were some of those like names that you guys threw out there? Like, did, or were there any names like of what your sound or direction you were going for? Was there? Was there any like this kind of thing or with like the shots fired thing? Or yeah, like, like it, the was there any like, originally? you know, this 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 band meets this band or something uh, like, or kind of is there any? Yeah, I've, I've never really been interested in right. like, learning other people's music. So I write predominantly most of our music. Sure. And the guys, you know, add their flavor on the top. But um, when it comes to writing, I've never had a thought of, oh, I want to sound like this band or I want to sound like that. Band. Sure. It's always just been whatever comes out of my fingers on the guitar, right? And then yeah. these guys hear it and interpret it. And then it becomes a thing. It's never been a, oh, we we sound like this band. So it's really it's a really hard question to answer. Sure. You know, you say oh, I'm in a band, and people say, yeah. oh, what do you sound like? And it's like, well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's really hard to. Sometimes explain. we'll sound right. like this band, but then sometimes we're kind right. of completely fucking different. Yeah, right? we all bring a lot of different influences to the table, right? Sure. So it's like, uh, well, yeah, yeah. I like I don't, and that's what's I that's what, actually I mean we'll get to it too, but that's what I love about your record is that that it doesn't necessarily fit in any one lane or no. you know or anything it's a lot of different stuff going on and throughout the record and uh which is how i like my music anyway get you know yeah. it's like yeah so we got yeah. the benefit of um having musicians all from different like parts of the world i mean uh, jesse our singer is from canada i'm from england you know these guys are from the states but we've all got different stuff that we're into i don't think we're all collectively into the same kind of music so yeah, we've I, got I, all these different cultural and whatever influences that like i come from i, I Used to playing black metal. Oh yeah, and I'm wearing a Behemoth shirt right now. Yeah. <laughs> so and then I get in this band, and, you know, and just bring you know just different influences in, and yeah, works I've out always, pretty good. I've always played funky dance music, or now I'm drop tuned and yep. heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I grew but up in Europe. Some of that funky stuff on top of it. I grew up in Europe, so there was like a lot of punk, a lot of hardcore, and then a lot of like dance music as well. So I've got like, especially with our newer stuff, which you guys haven't heard yet because we haven't released it yet, but. More sort of a dancey feel kind of going on, you know, as our sort of style develops. And sure, but there was a little bit of that on our Architects album with the "Giving Up on You" track, which is uh, like verse. Was it verse two? I think verse two is kind of like a sort of acid dance kind of. Like the bass is really deep on there; it's really distorted and nasty sounding, and it's got like a big synth like pad going on. So it's like completely shifts gears in that song, and then the breakdown is like super funky, and it's like not at all like 
<laughs> yeah, totally different far cry from like uh, yeah. escape artist or yeah. ordinary, you know, yes. our more straightforward kind of hard rock kind of tunes. So sure. we definitely cover a gamut of like sounds, you know. Yeah. And I I talk about it a lot doing this show. I like, uh, you know, that each record can be different from the next. I mean, there are no rules, especially today in music, uh, you know, but you can, uh, the, I feel like each album is kind of like a snapshot of what you guys are doing at that particular time yeah exactly and uh, yeah you, you don't know. ever want to be that one trick pony right and sound the same album after album after that song sure. was good let's write yeah. another song right. like that. and another exactly song like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah nobody wants to hear that right. all day yeah i feel like our first album was really great and it really like for us like in terms of nostalgia really captures a certain period in time you know mm -hmm. but since those songs you know they, they they branch out a little bit here and there but the newer stuff we really had time to like really dig into these different kind of ideas rather than just like oh this is this is the breakdown where we do like a cool guitar riff you know it's like well let's try and change the dynamic a bit and com completely strip it back you know mm -hmm. also it's just in my mic stand he's the, the audio <laughs> oh, engineer yeah. yep <laughs> yep <laughs> i uh, know why you're all around i also like uh you know like you're saying about the first record and stuff too like how those songs can still evolve you know like if we play them live today we don't have to necessarily play them just like the record yeah you yeah. guys can have fun with it and do something different oh, to yeah. them and like so. yeah we'll uh we'll every now and then we'll throw something in like a dynamic shift for the song you know like there'll be like a note and you know it will hold on a and then the whole band kicks back and you know we might just hold that sure. high note and then you know you drop all the instruments out and then the crowd's like oh shit you know it's about to drop and you know <laughs> it's like boom you know like a bass drop it's yeah a nice cool. little uh anticipation build yeah. you know, like that yeah that's so, yeah, the beauty we, of when you write a song is you can do whatever you want live and it's like right, it's right. creative freedom at that point <laughs> yeah. we intended to play it wrong right it's right. jazz it's all, it's all jazz to do that. <laughs> yeah uh yeah so we uh we, like i said we do have the the first record came out in 18 yeah and in september 21 we, yeah, we put out the yeah. uh, second full-length record yeah and uh, that's our archetypes that we, we mentioned, and uh, now readily available wherever you're getting your digital music at. Very mm -hmm. true. And uh, we're gonna talk about that some more and play some tunes. Uh, uh, I uh, you mentioned uh, Escape Artist earlier that came up, and it's kind of more of a, a straightforward rock uh, kind of thing. I like this one because it also maybe one of the the heavier side of what you guys do on that. You album. need to come see it live, man. Yeah. it is a lot heavier. Live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one definitely scrapes the uh, you know the deep bowls of the hard rock spectrum. Right, but yeah, then it, it flips the script though on the bridge because sure. the bridge is completely not what you would expect from like a more sort of metal geared song. You'd expect like a like heavy on the China, you know, and it's just like no, we're stripping it back, and it's like like it's that dance music thing again, where yeah. it's like drops it all back, and then everything comes back in, and then it's like boom chorus, you know. So it's like it's cool that it is heavier but it doesn't follow the, the standard you know sure standard script of a you know this is how the song should be structured it's not like a generic whatever yeah, a big heavy breakdown in the middle just as of the choruses right <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean that, that song is so much fun to play live i think yeah, yeah it brings a lot of energy for sure yeah. and i just love it coming from a, a metalcore background mostly like before before shots fired to, to throw, be able to throw some screams in there every now and then you know yeah and that, that song came together so quickly i mean I wrote the song in probably 30, 30, 45 minutes, like a very short period of time. It was, I already had that bridge there. It's sort of like this like um, clean kind of reverb, uh, delayed reverb thing going on. 
I had that and then pretty much just wrote the entire song around that. But then with the guys, it was like, boom, you know, it was learned within like, I don't know, two or three practices, you know, of us running through it. And it's like, it's a song, it's done. And it's like fucking great, you know, and it's really cool because we all have that dynamic where we can just feed off each other and something cool comes out of it in relatively short amount of time. It just kind of yeah. happens.
that's always when you know you're working with something that's uh, you know nice when you uh, it comes together quickly. You know, I don't have to force anything. You're not banging your head against the wall to come right. up with a song. Mm-hmm. The songs that ultimately, like as a songwriter, the songs that take well for me anyway. I don't know about anybody else, but for the songs that you spend hours on and, sure. and you really dig into all the details and, and you always initially think, oh, this song is amazing. But then when you go back and listen to it, it's just like, eh, those songs never pan out for me. Yeah. It's always the ones that just come out, you know, just sort of somewhere. Like, moment. Yeah, the song's already written. It's just yeah. like, it, there yeah. it is, you know, and, and the guys just like, they'll take what I've written and then they'll, it just makes it so much better. It's like making it 3D almost, you know, like it becomes yeah. a real thing. And it's like so exciting to be a part of that. You, uh, you, I was kind of telling you guys uh, before we hit record about like you know I'm, I'm big into songwriters and you know just uh, a, you know real passionate about it and like and like I've heard that so many times from like you know it's like the song I wrote in ten minutes or whatever you yep. know it's mm-hmm. just like and those are the ones that become the the hit that, sing, that hangs around for forty years or whatever and it's like uh, I heard a great interview on Stern Show once uh, with. Uh, 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 Neil Young like talked about like being in he had some kind of like fever and like laid up in a hospital bed and then like uh, just asked he asked for like a notepad and started writing and like wasn't even like aware of what he was writing he just scribbled like yep. and just started it was like a moment of inspiration and just started scribbling things and and like out of that like came like Cinnamon Girl and like whatever all these like all of the, the ones that you would, you know, expect like these oh, big songs hits. from him. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, but sometimes like it just got to, you know, as, as lyrics sometimes, I mean, sometimes it gets a guitar riff or whatever it is, but you know, like sometimes you just got to, you can't even keep up. You're just trying to, trying to write as fast as you can. Like trying yeah. to, trying <laughs> yeah. to let the, sometimes yeah, the feeling catches you and you have yeah. to get it down before it leaves you. Cause then yeah. it's like, Oh shit, shit, right. shit. Yeah. I'll yeah. forget yeah. it. And it's yeah. like, that's so cool. You know, yeah. I think we're all such perfectionists. If it's, Comes out easy, we don't trust it. Yeah, need to question it more. I think yeah. I, something that happens to me when I'm writing music is um, I'll be working on a song that I've already started working on prior, and I'll be like stuck, you know, like a thing, and then I'll just start noodling on the guitar and then write an entire other song mm-hmm. around that noodle, mm-hmm. and then then have to then come back to the first track, which ultimately always ends up being one of the songs that everyone's like, "That's eh, cool," but you know it never really sticks so it's like all this time I've wasted and then I, yeah I get so like distracted on this other thing I always trust the feeling like yeah. if I if I get distracted and I'm like haven't finished whatever song or idea I'm working on and I gotta start something new I just chase it I'm like go for it this is gonna be the one and then I ultimately have you know a hundred unfinished projects yeah. but you know they're all great ideas at the time <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's yeah. the other problem I, I have so many files of like 20 seconds of music yeah. it's like you know, it's like, well, that's really cool, but it's not a song. You know, you have to make it a song. Sometimes it never does become a song. Yeah. I uh, had a friend say something along those lines once with, uh, uh, she was like, if anything ever happens, me delete all my voice messages. <laughs> like, just like, yeah. You know, like there's so many like dumb ideas that were like something there, but maybe not developed yet. You know, oh, it's yeah. like, oh yeah. Uh, just something so, popped in right. your head. Like I got to get this down yeah. now. I'll, I'll listen to like, I do sound recordings on my phone. If I have a guitar, like, just, you know, I'm going to be in a guitar center and I've come up with ideas and um, I'll listen back through. And there's so many times where I'm playing the same thing and recording myself multiple times. And yeah. it's like, I really need to get on this idea and stop playing it. Like, <laughs> no, I've used that idea now. All right. So I keep, I keep recording myself playing it. But Yeah, man. Uh, well, let's, uh, we, uh, we did bring some acoustic guitars and we did a little uh, live session here at Utopia also, uh, which I will have some video of and 
so I just thought maybe it could be cool to go from the skate artist to something completely different. Uh, to show the other side of a range of what you guys can do. And, um, and this, uh, so we did, which appears on the record also, uh, but we did, uh, ordinary, uh, live acoustic here today. And, uh, again, that's on archetypes, uh, also, uh, studio version of that. But, uh, this, uh, just a great tune, man. Like, and a lot of fun to watch you guys, uh, getting to, to do this live here, acoustic and sounded really great. I love this. Uh, I mean, I've, you know, again, going back to it, I'm like big on uh, like those MTV unplugs with, mm. you know, Nirvana yeah, and Allison totally Chains. Yeah. And I mean, uh, so this kind of stuff, especially having, you know, uh, more of a full band or, you know, a couple of different instruments instead of just a solo acoustic guitar and a singer. And it's like having a little more uh, dynamic to it. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just like really cool. And, but uh, yeah, it's fun for us. I yeah. mean, we never we never sit down and do that. So it's always a cool challenge. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it helps you. Yeah, there's so many nuances in the song that get lost with the volume and the guitars and all that, which is great. But then when you strip it back, there's like these little details that, you, you know, like the vocal harmonies really stick out mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, it's just like a different view of the same thing. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. cool to hear. Yeah. So you you guys don't really like, I mean, besides the what you did for the record, you guys don't really like do this out live at all? Oh, I mean, we. it's not that we don't like it. We yeah. just, I would say, haven't done it much sure. to this point. Yeah, the opportunity hasn't presented itself to. We're not against the idea. Yeah. yeah I mean, we just like uh, plugging in big amps and yeah. bringing drums. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're pretty old school. Yeah. But yeah. I, the, the funny thing about Ordinary as a track was Ordinary appeared on our first album and it's probably the hardest song on that album in terms of like, it's, it's kind of like sort of thrashy punk kind of thing. Like Welcome big, to the band next door. Yeah. The band next door is joining in. We with are surrounded. Drums. Room number one. Yeah. Yep, whoever you are. Um, yeah, so that was kind of a really hard-hitting song. And so for when we were uh, working on Archetypes, it was, well, you know, what what song could we do acoustic? And it's like the most aggressive song on the album. And they strip it right back and make it, you know, the prettiest and whatever. And it, it, it just came out so well. I mean, we did it in one take, basically. It was, oh, it was yeah. essentially a live recording. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah we yeah. tried to get a real live kind of feel on the record for that ordinary, you know, because that's we wanted it to feel like if we were just sitting around yeah. playing the song playing acoustically. And so that was kind of the goal when we recorded it for the record. So, uh, you know, we like doing stuff acoustically. It would be fun, you know, if somebody ever said, hey, we're going to do like a unplugged show. I'm yeah. sure we would be down for that. Totally sure. come up with something. Down for that. Yeah. Ready? One, two, one, two, three, four. It's never easier to say the word 
you keep sharp as a musician too because like yeah you know acoustic. you don't get so comfortable you know you step outside that comfort bubble right yeah you, know, oh, yeah. you always want to be pushing yourself as a musician to be better and to be cleaner and you know as good as you can be at your instrument so yeah acoustic you know doing something outside the ordinary you know i'm so used to picking up an electric guitar big wall of distortion you know all that but when you pick up an acoustic it's like you can't hide behind any of that so it's like you have to be so precise and clean and any mistake like rings out you know so all right it makes you be a better musician i think yeah yeah i mean then yeah everybody's got the blast beats next door right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah definitely it's hard you know you can't hide can't hide it behind anything on acoustic it's all oh yeah so, it's all yeah, out there all right there. it's yeah nice. death or glory kind of thing yeah yeah but uh yeah no I, I mean i would be uh i would definitely love to see that more like uh 
Uh, maybe we maybe we need to make that happen. Set up some kind of yeah. Any other St. Louis bands? Yeah. Who's right. ready for that? Unplug right. STL. Yeah. All right, we're here. We're waiting. Yep. We'll, we'll meet you at uh, Forest Park. We'll just find a cool rock. <laughs> Shakespeare uh, Grove or something. You know. <laughs> well, you uh, you guys said something too uh, about uh, Alan, your, uh, who wrote these songs, right? Yeah. Uh, so our original lead singer, Alan, maybe yeah. he, uh, you know, wrote the lyrics for both records and, uh, he had moved out of state for work, you know, as such as right. life. Right. But, uh, yeah, we, so he actually moved shortly after we finished that first record. I think he was even gone before we released it. Yeah. So he, he had moved out of town before yeah. we ever released our first record. Uh, so, but we obviously stayed in contact with him. And there was always kind of hopes that, uh, you know, maybe he'd move back to town and whatnot. And then it came around uh, for our second record. We had songs written and we're like, ah, we're not really having any luck finding a vocalist, you know, locally that's fitting what we're doing or anything. So we asked him if he would be interested in still writing the, the lyrics for our, the second record and, you know, singing for the second record. And so, you know, we recorded demos here of the music and would send him off the demos of the music. And he wrote lyrics and then uh, flew into town for what did he have? Four days. So yeah, he flew into town and trip. we recorded vocals in four days. And, and then he flew back home and we mixed the record and put it out. But uh, it almost didn't happen because he, yeah. he flew in on day one. He got here. We were in the studio. Alan, Bobby, and I at what like ten o'clock at night, and he's like, he, "We're going to do some like real quick practice runs just to get kind of get a feel for it." And he goes up, and he like essentially just blows his vocal cords out in the oh. first hour of like of doing this. Yeah, and first his hour, like, day one, and he's just he's ah. like all scratchy and couldn't hit the notes, and he's just like, "I I fuck my voice, like I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this." And it's like shit, like we've based he's like literally flown into town to do this, and he's already blown his voice. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Man, like I'm British, I've got a kettle." I'll bring it in. We'll boil some water. Have, have, I know it's a horrible stereotype. Spot a tea. No, that's true. Have a spot a cup of tea. A little tea, a yeah. little honey. Feel it. It'll, it'll do you right. A couple of vocal warm-up exercises. Right. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. We're Don't able just, to record a record. Alan, Alan's the kind of guy that would like roll in the band practice with a six-pack of beer and he's like just finished a having a cigarette. half-pack of cigs, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, right, let's do it. You know, it doesn't warm up. So yeah, he basically went in the studio doing that. But yeah, with some cup of tea and, uh, and uh, no, no cigarettes and some proper vocal techniques. Yeah. Uh, we did. There's a video on our uh, Facebook of uh, us all warming up in the studio. There's like this whole video about us in the studio, and there's us all warming up. We're not the vocalist; he's the only person not warming up. But we made it. We made him feel comfortable. <laughs> we were we trying all did the vocal exercises with him. We wanted to not make him feel stupid. You know, <laughs> sitting there going me 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 me, me by himself. <laughs> like if we all do it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh -huh. But then, so you know, he recorded that record with us, and we were able to get it put out, and like uh, right around the same time we were putting it out, we were uh, we were lucky enough to find Jesse. 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 Yeah. And Jesse's been a great addition, you know, jumping in and learning songs that, you know, let's face it, he didn't write. So sure. it's like, I'm sure a weird kind of situation, but, yeah, you know, it, we, de it, it definitely was. And the weirdest situation was uh, this past Halloween, <laughs> Alan actually yeah. flew in to see us play. So, <laughs> I mean, talk about pressure about being able to go up and sing for the guy who wrote the songs with with his band. Yeah, the right? first time you ever met him. And it's like, yeah. hi, Alan. All right, cool. I'm about yeah. to sing all your yeah. songs yeah. right all at you. All the songs you wrote, I'm doing them all right now for <laughs> you. Don't forget to mention he's what six seven. So, so he stands oh, yeah, out he's, in the crowd. Yeah, so this dude. Crowd, you know exactly where he's at. This dude is super tall. But the funny thing about Alan, if you if anybody ever sees him out, he has no <laughs> ass. Like, his his legs 
like he's like a Ken doll. His legs just meet his back. Like there is no Man. there is no booty to speak of there. So <laughs> poor Alan. girls, I'm I'm afraid if you're into that, he has no booty. But yeah. Uh, that's uh he's uh I don't know, he's a tall guy. It was one of those uh jokes that just kinda sticks with me over the years, but uh Jeff Foxworth he said something one time about how old men look like frogs that stood up and put on pants. Life catches up to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so at that point, Jesse joined the band. and yeah. Not the first time I tried to join the band. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. yeah I apparently. Know. I actually didn't even know. This is this is a funny fight, side story. So um, we were, I was sending some photos that my girlfriend took to the band page on facebook <laughs> and i noticed that there was a message from me sent to shots fired in 2019 while they were looking for another singer the well, about me inquiring about being the singer of shots fired <laughs> we conveniently ignored it i guess <laughs> yeah, they didn't yeah, fucking, left, they didn't fucking respond so we left him on red yeah for two years <laughs> i didn't know he's in the band now really long way around it all happens for a reason. Is this, yeah, is this offer still good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coupon not He's cashing it in now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's uh, that's hilarious. Though. It's uh, it's funny how uh, the internet remembers everything. You know, it's like it's uh, true. Yeah. You can't escape anything yeah. that's on the internet, right? Uh, I've definitely. I mean, like maybe not that uh, exact scenario, but definitely uh, something similar. Trying to message bands or uh or bands messaging me and stuff like vice you know so it's definitely funny like oh yeah we tried this uh two years ago trying to get this to podcast to work out and stuff so yeah oh fizzled out oh yeah. i just sell that i messaged you two years <laughs> yeah. ago oh but i but i you know and i but i'm a firm believer like that things happen for a reason and oh, sure. uh, the right time yeah uh you know who, who knows uh what would happen if we, if you guys would try that two years ago and stuff? Like, right. What, but the pandemic so, would have been there shortly after, yeah. so you probably would have left us for the pandemic. <laughs> Is that I how that goes? I, I, I was just like everybody else, yeah. not doing anything when I was there. <laughs> oh, 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 because we couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so you, I mean, obviously you've been you've been singing uh, Alan songs for a while now. Uh, um, almost a year. Yeah. I think I think in two months it'll be a year. But you, you guys are uh, actually demoing some, some new yeah. stuff right yes, now. Yes, sir. We yeah. are demoing. Uh, I think we've got like four that we have we've got confirmed that yeah, we're definitely we going to put on. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to put out at some point soon. Yeah, so we, I think we've kind of decided to start doing shorter, you know, EP releases instead of doing the whole full album thing. Have we have we've done yeah, so the, far? You know, we've done full lengths where it's been ten songs and twelve songs, thirteen songs, whatever. How many tracks? Yeah. yeah. They are so you know we're we're thinking that we'd like to be able to put out more, you more know, often, yeah. more often putting out material of three songs, four songs, five songs, whatever we're feeling really good about, rather yeah. than having to come up with ones that we're like all feel good about, or just putting whatever we come up with out. You know, we don't want to do that either. We would rather sure. feel good about what we're putting out. Yeah. So we've been yeah working on these new ones here, and uh, hope to start recording shortly, and so have them ready in the next few months to get it out. Yeah. We've kind of streamlined that whole process, so I think we got. Got to figure it out as far as, uh, you know, recording, mixing, mastering, and then releasing. Yeah. You know, we got it pretty down now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, these uh, these new tracks definitely push what kind of how we were branching off in archetypes. They, it really kind of expands on that. You know, there's like a lot more dynamic stuff going on, kind of more interesting. And there's like parts you're not expecting. And then there's the whole dance thing. Like I said, you know, it's much, like totally different feel. So. All right. 
yeah, it kind of really pushes that boundary. There, but yeah. there is some heaviness, so don't. don't oh yeah, it's don't, not. It's not all don't like worry, off the wall shit. It's, yeah. There's also it's, some it's, of the old it's school. It's very standard shots fired in that way. It's a lot yeah. of. It's a genre bending, as I like to say. Yeah. You know, but but you never know what uh, scoop of ice cream you're gonna get. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. This guy is just drum soloing for like yeah. five straight minutes over here. Stamina. Pantera. You let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're doing acoustic set. Yeah, you probably here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they're rehearsing the drum solo section of the show. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's give them another tune we did live here. Uh, and this, uh, you said uh, that we, you guys have never done this one, right? No. Uh, encased? Yeah, encased. encased. Yeah. That was the first time. First, you, you got to hear it first yeah. before the yeah. world. Yeah, man. It's true. Mm. Well, thank Live you. Live for the first time uh, acoustically. I'd yeah. Say. yeah. It's interesting because this there's a story about Encaso. It was kind of written on an acoustic guitar, which isn't really how I usually do things. So um, uh, we went on a float trip, and um, I had an idea for a guitar part, and I had recorded it onto my, onto my phone. And uh, we went out on this float trip, and we were all hanging around, like, drinking, and Alan was there with us. And um, I started playing on my phone that, that sound recording. And then I started playing a second guitar part over the top of it. And it was like, oh, cool. And then Alan started singing over the top of it, just kind of off the cuff. And it was like we were writing a song, you know, like completely like I was making it up. He was making it up. And it was like, you know, obviously it evolved and changed from that. But the general feel of how the vocals and the guitar work together in that song, it just completely came out of nowhere. It was like I, without any, like, any prompting, I just started playing and he just, you know, fucking jumped in. And it was just like... It was so good. You remember that? that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, yeah that he's, was, he's uh, like tapping away as well. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, we were just kind of sidled up and it's like, boom, here's a song. And it's like, yeah, that was such a cool way of writing a song because it just kind of yeah, just came out of, you know, a really great day with our friends and hanging out. And then we had this cool song at the end of it. So, <laughs> one, two, one, two, three, four.
seconds Passing without words Is another bridge we burn And say something Before you go No song you know it was really cool because it was like a song that we liked but uh, uh you know it was a song we liked but then being able to record it we kind of came up with more dynamic ideas and like the guitars are real spacey and the verses yep. and stuff you know it's and the whole first verse has got like a different kind of vocal melody and feel than the second verse even has yes. so it's like a really kind of dynamically different song uh, you know, yeah, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. Yeah. Yep. A lot of highs. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of highs. And then the vocals. I I loved, I always thought the vocals of that song were really cool. Oh, yeah. The harmonies are neat and they're really predominant. And yeah. that's kind of one of those fun things to try to hit live. You know, we always, we try to do some of those vocals live, you know, because I feel like it gives a song a lot of flavor. Yeah. Uh, but you got to rely on a good sound guy and good monitor mix. Yeah. And yeah. I was not bashing the drum next door. Man, I'm going to keep talking about the guy every next time, door. Yeah. Every time Bobby starts speaking, the dude next door is like, oh, I'm a drummer. Yeah. I would send a shout out to the drummer in room one, but he's being real loud. Uh, I'd shout out to the band in room five. Uh, can't forget about them. I did uh, I did really like uh, like the, you know, like you're saying, the harmonies. I, I was all four of you were singing and stuff, so. That was uh, also a really nice touch to these tracks, and kind of kind of rare. You don't see a lot of uh, you know 
whole band singing along and stuff like that. So yeah, it's kind of you know I come from like a background of definitely you know old school classic rock, the yeah. prog rock, the Rush, the the Journeys, the Boston, the Sticks. A lot of that, you know, is what I grew up listening to and playing. And like the the vocal layers on that old school rock, it just always eagles and eagles, all that stuff. It just gets my balls tingling, you know. <laughs> yeah. So whenever we get the chance to throw in some sweet harmonies, I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, every line can be a harmony. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. That's like me and a uh, guitar. Like, like I'll, I'm happy with laying uh, six, you know. Layers. layers you know of harmonies on guitars yeah we but. a part of our writing is like you know some of the parts of our songs can sound so huge you know like a, we got the song city sleeps where it just sounds so massive so yeah the vocal harmonies is just another way that you can make it sound big you know it's just like all these layers you listen to like a band like queen or somebody like that you know, that would do it so well and it's just it would sound so epic you know so it's, we try to go for that sometimes you know just have this huge sound of like music and everything's layered properly it just when it comes together Especially acoustically, because you can hear it so much better. You know, it just sounds really cool. Yeah. When you're playing it live with a loud amp and loud guitar, you know, you think you you hope that you're nailing it. You know, <laughs> but it's like sometimes you know it doesn't. It gets buried in the volume. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you guys do have a couple of uh, live shows coming up here on the calendar. So, yes, uh, sir. we uh, some good opportunities here to come see you live in action. And uh, so we got uh, March. 18th of that uh, red flag mm-hmm. yep, yep. in St. Louis. Uh, and April 29th, uh, you guys are heading uh, west to yeah, the Kansas hitting, City area. Hitting yep. the road. Taking yeah. the show on the road. Uh, and uh, what's the name of that, that one? You guys, uh, it's, it's called Skate Bar. Yeah, yeah it's like a, kind of a punk skate rock bar, I guess, in the yeah. Kansas City area. All right. Never been there, but it sounds cool. Yeah. So we're into it. We're trying to expand we're listening our listening in KC, uh, we'll see you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're just hoping for a good Ponding Boys trip. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fun to get out and <laughs> sure. Bond with the boys. I think, I mean, that's obviously... Uh, no girls allowed. <laughs> I think that's the coolest part, really. Uh, you know, I love what we have here in St. Louis, but the fact that we're also conveniently located, uh, you know, just within a couple-hour drive from a lot of major markets. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, here in the Midwest, instead of, like, being coastal and right. having to, you know, you know, several hour drive kind of thing, but I don't know how any band from Australia ever makes it because it's like eight hours between every major city. <laughs> yeah. right? There's like four major cities. And yeah, it's like no like, roads either. You go like dirt the, the tracks. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But uh, but yeah, man. Hopefully, this will be the start of uh, many more weekends on the road and uh, getting to getting to see some uh, some new people and stuff around and uh, melt some faces in other cities. Yeah, oh, this is the goal. Definitely sure. going to branch out. Yeah. Uh, it's unannounced, but we definitely have a show at Pops. We're in the road for Point Fest. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to be in the, the round two finals or something. Uh, we did some you know uh, first round shows already, yeah. and it made it past. So we're, we're kind of uh, on, on wait for a date for that one, but definitely looking forward to that one. TBA. Sure. The road to Point Fest is always a good time. Yeah, those are, uh, you know, I, I know they kind of get a bad rap. Uh, from some people would be the like the battle battle of the bands kind of thing yeah. but but I don't really look at them like that I feel like they're great networking uh, you know it's a good way to to meet five other great bands yeah. in, you know in town and put together yeah. a cool show and it's all about what you do with it right, right? you know you're there you got to make the best of it you know sure. five other bands are going to bring their people out so that's your chance to make an impression on a bunch of people yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, and who doesn't want to play at Pops yeah, yeah, yeah Pops is obviously yeah. a great venue sure you know, that night 
It's uh, A1 lights, A1 sound. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. What's to argue with yeah. that, right? I, uh, yeah, I love it down there. I've been home for many years, but I've, I've met so many uh, bands that have been on this show because of those nights and stuff. Like, totally. you know, like I go to support, you know, a friend's band, and then all of a sudden I discover – Oh shit! I never heard of these guys. They, they're great, and like yeah. you know, so it's a uh, it's a lot of fun, man. So those are definitely cool nights, and and as the finals uh, go along, it just gets even better. So it's like the, yeah. the bills are stacked, and it's like it's going to be a good party. Yeah, the crowd's way super into it. More yeah. deep it gets into the rounds, sure, it's always more exciting. Um, but uh, and then also you get to get to go play a cool party in the summer uh, over at Point Fest. So yeah, uh, man. the best. Yeah. Those are the best. Those outdoor gigs in the summertime are good. We did one in Park Hills this past year. Oh, yeah. It was hot. Yeah, that was hot. It, it was notes great. for hope. Notes yeah, for hope. Was, yeah, okay. It wasn't sunny until literally we hit our first snow. <laughs> and then the sun came out and we all melted. Ooh. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I uh, follow uh, Dan from Story of the Year online, uh, and uh, yeah. and he posted they, they're playing a – Kraken Fest today as we're recording this in in Orlando. That's yeah. an, an outdoor music festival in February, and I was like, man, like it's kind of hard to believe, but I think it was like seventy degrees. So it's yeah, like probably a, a perfect day. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, for me, I think of like you know we're sitting here in the ice and everything. We're, we're like, well, we're doing this wrong. Like we it's shouldn't be yeah. sixty degrees tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, man. right. Yeah. <laughs> we've got ice for twenty four hours. But yeah. I was like, man, I'd, I'd love to have an outdoor festival going right now. Yeah. yeah. Visiting degrees. Florida, like, in, I visited in January before, and it was, like, weird swimming outside. I said, this this isn't yeah. natural. <laughs> this shouldn't <laughs> be right. Yeah. I'm not doing swimming outside in January. <laughs> what? It's winter. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe that's why Florida people are so crazy, because, yeah. like, they don't have that, that winter depression. Yeah. You need that dip in life to, like, not be crazy. To regulate. <laughs> <laughs> Mount. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys also have another date on the calendar. Throw it out. This is a little ways away, but uh, put it on your calendar. May twenty eighth. Uh, Redfish, Bluefish, in yeah, the, uh, yeah, St. Charles. Yes, sir. All the St. Charles and uh, you know St. Charles County people. This is your chance to get out there. Yeah, that's more my neck of the woods. So yeah, uh, we uh, uh, we hit the Diamond Music Hall not too long ago. Right on. Yeah. Uh, they hit. They have an open jam out there. You know, definitely, definitely recommend checking it out. It is a great time. Yeah. 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 If there are any bands that are interested in joining us on the Redfish Bluefish, give us a message because we uh, we are currently to, looking for a couple more yeah. to play. Yeah, we haven't finalized the that bill yet. is not finalized. Yeah. If you're interested, hit us up. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that's a cool little space, too. Uh, that's a nice yeah. Redfish Bluefish, room. neat kind of space. Yep. Uh, we'll get, and you can find all this uh, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, you guys also just recently launched a merch store, so you can get yourself a, yes. a new <laughs> Shots Fired shirt and you hoodie. Want a shirt, and you want a shirt, fired, a hat, an apron, a bandana for your a dog. Yeah, a bandana for the dog. Yeah, We've got like, it all. Yeah. Shots Fired the flamethrower. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much anything that you can conceive with a Shots Fired logo slapped on yeah. it is for sale. So we have something for everybody is what we're trying to get, get across here. All right. Options for everybody. Yeah, man. Uh, that's the key, man. Get it all out there. Like, uh, what's I always it would, uh, I'm just thinking the space balls, uh, that, you know, that all the, yeah, there you go. Uh, classic. Um, well, let's, uh, so we, we mentioned, uh, archetypes is available now. Do we have physicals of that? Uh, or is yes, it just, yeah, yeah. yeah. we so do. They're either available as shows or, uh, if you get in contact with us, I'm sure we could sell something out. Right. Yeah. So come out and, uh, pick up a, 
CD copy. And, and if you pick up a CD, you get a free shots fired sticker with it too. Yep. So, yeah. Unless you're at Red Flag, because we can't oh, yeah. get rid of stickers yeah, at Red Flag. We have yeah. to give you the sticker outside the building. Oh, yeah. yeah. I heard, I heard we, about we have to this. give you no the stall. <laughs> Meet us in the back alley. We'll give you some stickers at Red Flag. <laughs> we got the guys want to play some stickers. The flat market. Yeah. But let's play another track that appears on that record, and it's called. Crash and Burn. Crash and yes, Burn. Sir. What do you guys want to share about uh, this particular tune? Um, I had the, the clean sort of ska reggae part of the song already written, like all of it. But I didn't have any of the dirty, heavy parts around it. And I don't remember. It was a combination of me having some sort of vague idea of how it was going to go and then us kind of jamming it out. And yeah. like, the clean parts were already there. And it was just like, I kind of got an idea, but not really sure. And then we just kind of it just kind of happened in the room so it was one of those again like where we just kind of worked it out and and that's how the song became and then mike threw a fucking cool solo over the top yeah. like mike does you know i can barely play it live but... <laughs> <laughs> and then um yeah well, that was cool a good again. one because like he wrote that guitar part and like you said you know it had that real reggae sort of feel to it and uh so it, it really inspired the drum part you know for me to be able to kind of come up with something that was more reggae feeling and, and some of the fills and the breaks in the song to, you know, steer more towards a different genre, but then also come in with the heavy choruses and that heavy bridge and the guitar solo section, uh, you know, because I've uh, definitely, like, expanded, you know, sounds. I never really played that style growing up as a drummer, but, like, I got way more into it as an adult in drumming. So being able to try to incorporate that into songs that I'm writing and recording is a lot of fun. So when I heard him kind of come up with that guitar thing i said yes this is <laughs> this is going to be fun yep. this song was all like right in my wheelhouse like, yeah this is stuff i always played on bass so yeah. i fell in love with it immediately and the chorus like it's stuck in your head ruin your day type of thing <laughs> very earwormy yeah, the, other, the other thing too is the lyrics in this song are like i don't know for me anyway i really like reading the lyrics they're kind of simple but they have a lot of meaning behind them and you know yeah they, we've got a Lyric video you can check out, so it has the lyrics on the screen. But you know, they're like I said, they're kind of straightforward, but yeah, they're really kind of impactful to me anyway. You know, it's just about kind of moving through life, you know, people yeah. that you meet and lose contact with and all that kind of thing. So, um.
yeah, no, it's, it, definitely check that out. The uh, the lyrics are cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, on the YouTube and channel or what we go yeah. with? Yeah, yeah, we've got... Some YouTube might be on the Facebook. It is yeah. definitely it's on the Facebook. All yeah. of ours are definitely on the Facebook. Yeah, we've got some some stuff on the YouTube as well. Right. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there all, there's also an official video for... Uh, uh, what's... Uh, City... City Sleeps. Yeah, City Sleeps, yeah. Yeah, that one was a cool video because we really just kind of did a b-roll a bunch of b-roll shots yeah. around town you know kind of just <laughs> given yeah. the feel of the city and you know because that was the song we kind of we uh he recorded our own rain at the beginning right. so yeah, I, I, we didn't steal that rain sample <laughs> we yeah, the rain sample that. isn't stolen i recorded that it was a I, even on our album i even wrote the date if anybody wants to be anal and say well was it real and it's like it was real <laughs> we I had a storm the, on that day the date and time that i recorded it it's available for two ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. Outside, and there was this huge thunderstorm coming through St. Louis. But it just like, sets the mood for that song. You know, it's a real moody song, yeah. and so being able to do that video and find some cool rainy days and neat STL and yep. St. Louis landmarks and you know uh, places sure. to shoot around town. Just kind of show the city for what it is. You know, like the good and the bad, and the just mm-hmm. kind of St. Louis has got a lot of charm. Um, one of the funny stories about I, I went out and shot the video for that. Um, there's a scene right near the end of it where there's like a sort of um, time lapse of the arch and it goes from daytime to nighttime and you see all the lights coming on. I was at the arch for a good period of time. I had to go back five times to reshoot that bit of video because every time I would shoot it, I would be there for like an hour plus because the way that that time lapse works is it's on a set timer. It's constantly taking pictures. And so you have to wait for a really long period of time and then it condenses those pictures together to make like a 30 or 40 second bit of video but where time moves really fast. But I kept having problems like where it would, one time it was stood on the tripod and then there was like a gust of wind and, and the fucking tripod leg like broke off. Like the thing was like barely hanging on, I guess. And it like snapped off and the whole camera just went boom and like took a nosedive. And I was like, I've been here for like an hour and a half and completely wasted my time because like, it's too late now. I can't start shooting because the light's gone down but the lights haven't come on so it's kind of in that in between right. dusk phase and i'm like well cool just cool. driven out here for no reason at all. <laughs> just to hang out by the river and then yeah, yeah like ended up being, being a being truck like down by the river five times i had to go back like the first time mike came with me yeah and then the second third fourth fifth and the fifth time i was by myself <laughs> like and it was cold as shit as well so i was like there in my coat there's nothing to do because i can't use my phone because i was shooting the video on my phone so it was just like oh, i just sit here for two hours by myself <laughs> Like, and look at the sky, you know, like, cool. And it's cold, so. But, you know, it came out really well. I was really pleased with how it came out. And Dedication. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, so you don't, you don't get all that in the video. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't fun. get the backstory yeah. from the <laughs> final product. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, I... Uh, it's cool, though. Like I said, I like seeing all that stuff. I like uh, the, you know, the little highlight of uh, FUBAR, Red Flag, and, oh, you know, R. some think, of, yeah. some of our... Uh, you know, fine uh, establishments around town and stuff. So I think like, we even got a shot of the Way Out Club. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. it, was, yeah. it was still open at that time. Another RIP, uh, right? We played our first ever show at Fubar, so that that shot had to be in. I'm, I'm pretty sure Fubar. everybody in St. Louis played a different <laughs> show yeah. at or the Pit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I uh, definitely spent a lot of time out in the Pit, uh, out that way in Winsville. So yeah, watching my buddies' high school bands play out there and stuff. Yeah. So. It was creepy crawl for me. Yeah. I spent quite a bit of time. All right. Like, oh, yeah, creepy crawl, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I don't know if I, I don't think, I mean, I remember hearing about it. I don't know that I ever been to creepy crawl and, or Mississippi nights, but I've definitely, yeah, those heard, are the places. Yeah. Heard a lot of stories about 
uh, is know, uh, so. Creepy Crawl 2, the second location, is actually that KDHX now. That's where oh, okay. the Creepy Crawl 2 was at. So it's totally weird, like, walking in there now and seeing KDHX is all, yeah. you know, shiny and clean and new, where it was like this dark, dingy <laughs> club, you know, as a high school where we were going to play, and the bar was, like, roped off by a velvet rope. They said, don't come over here. You're underage, you know. Got the X's on your hands. Yeah, you got the X's on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've been uh, asking some of these uh, silly questions and uh, yes. get your guys' uh, take on some of these. Um, all right. What about um, – you guys can all chime in. What uh, What would be a dream duet or a collaboration you guys would like to see for the band? Uh, is there in, – in If, like, money and fame was no object, uh, yeah. to have Dr. Dre produce an album. Oh, yeah. 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 oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to have Dr. Dre produce anything. I mean, the dude is touched down and turns to gold. So, Dre, I if you're listening, expect you to say that I didn't either. That one was out of luck. No, but that, that, that I, I mean, that's, that's among like ridiculous dreams. Yeah. What, about you? what about you guys? Do you have anybody particularly that you'd want to. Oh, man, you guys are going to make fun of me, but it's all right. I, I would want to work with Brendan Urie. I just think he's the greatest living vocalist. Yeah. Him, him or um, Adam Lambert, either of those guys. Yeah, I'm just really liking everything you guys say. So you two go, <laughs> Rob Rock. Yeah, yeah. Rob Rock. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no. Probably like Rick Kid, Kid Rock, Rick, Rick Rubin, dude. Yeah. Rick Rubin yeah. or Steve Albini's on my yeah. list, dude. Yeah. Uh, or uh, uh, what's his? Oh, Butch Vig. If he could produce a record of ours, yeah. I mean, no big deal. It's only Butch Vig, <laughs> <laughs> the guy who produced Nevermind. Right? right. It's right. No big deal. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no one can go wrong, especially with our genre. Uh, get a little Dave Grohl action. Oh yeah, I, I would but, gladly let Dave Grohl play all the drums on our songs. But, <laughs> I, I could not play them. <laughs> obviously, you were really good there, Bobby, yeah. in that part that you didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> it would be me, me trying to keep up to play alive. Right. You know, challenge. Yeah, damn, Bobby, you suck. We're getting Dave Grohl to replace you. <laughs> Dude, he looks just like the drummer from Nirvana. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How, do you, how do you Almost. guys feel about John Mayer? Because. I mean, I mean, he can make anybody's I, pants come off. So, <laughs> I want to. I would love to. I want to have his babies. So exactly. I mean, you're gonna make it. Your, you're gonna make your body his Wonderland. Yes, That's what you're saying. I don't. I went to his show when I left pregnant. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> First, it'd probably be uh, Brian May. I like to collaborate with. Oh, him. Yeah. oh yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, who doesn't want to play with a guitarist who's also a physicist? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or teach me music or, and or, the mystery or a doctor. of life. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my uh, yeah, my mum. Ah, oh, no. So my mum used to live next door in England to this guy who died, and then the guy that bought his property was Brian May. So he had this party in like his back garden, and it's like. Yeah, it's so ridiculously British. I won't go into it, but yeah, he, <laughs> uh, you know, it's all like tea, and, you know, the, all the tea and crumpet bullshit <laughs> that you think is a stereotype is actually true. It yeah, they were doing fact. all that. It's like a garden party with all tea and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, Brian May was there, so I didn't get to meet him, which sucks. I didn't know about it. My mum didn't tell me. She's like, oh, oh Brian May was here. Shouts out like, to Like talking mom. to people and just like, oh, thanks, mum. I wouldn't like to have known that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Brian May. <laughs> and she was like, oh, he's very nice. I'm sure he is. <laughs> well, see, we were a lot closer to collabing with Brian May. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, out. Mom. <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I don't know. When just you saying that kind of triggered a memory. I've, I never, never met the man, or uh, but I, uh, the house I grew up in, um, we shared a property line with Chuck Berry. Nice. Oh, so, like, I mean, it was. 
for me, it wasn't like a, a super big deal because it was just, you know, Chuck Berry, our neighbor kind of thing. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, as you, you start to realize, like, that's really weird that you get to say that. Like, and yeah. like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you really put so, it in perspective. Or, yeah. like, oh, yeah, the guy who made yeah. such an impact <laughs> right. on music. So, Who's that? Oh, that's just my neighbor, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I never, like, he, he, just, he owned the property. I don't know that he ever, like, how much he was really there. Uh, you know, but uh, apparently, like, through some epic parties, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't, I don't know how um, he could be completely full of shit, uh, which he is. But uh, one of my coworkers like told me when he was like in school, and it's like they would go to Chuck's house and party, and and he said he saw Keith Richards passed out in the yard and stuff. And I'm like, that sounds like it very possibly could be you know true. And so yeah, Keith Richards is rolling into any old yeah. party. Yeah, so my buddy Chuck's got a party. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> so, be there. He's been dead since what eighty two. Yeah. Keith Richards. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Keith Richards. Keith Richards' ghost now. He's well, dude, he, animatronic he puppet. Yeah. Him and the Rolling Stones. Yeah. They're just like they're just He's like Team America. Totally with <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, speaking of him, though, I do love that video. I don't know if you guys have caught that one where um, there's a guy like rushes the stage and he like swings his guitar at him and like uh, trying to take his head off with his guitar. Mm. You ever catch that one? Uh, no. no, I did. It's it's pretty good. Like, but yeah, some guy like went Checks out, like bro. goes to like go hug Mick or something on stage, and like and Keith like brings the guitar up like a baseball bat and like getting ready to like <laughs> take this guy's. Don't yeah. touch my life. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, I'll I'll send you a link. It was a pretty good one. So. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. I do that for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But not with my bongo bass. I I wouldn't do it with your bongo. Tally ho. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what about uh, we get a shots fired biopic? Mm. Uh, who would you guys like to see cast to cast to play you guys in Machine the Machine Gun Kelly for every <laughs> <laughs> to play all of us. Yeah, <laughs> he has to That'd do all hilarious. the roles. Yeah. It would be like Norbit, but it'd be Machine Gun Kelly playing shots fired. He's got range. Yeah, he's got range yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> what, to play me? Yeah, I was going to play Patrick, Stephen Patrick Bull. Stewart, obviously. Oh, yeah. Patrick Stewart would be, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. So, oh, Sir Patrick Stewart, I'm sorry. Sir. Uh, Topher Grace playing me. Because my mom always said I look like Topher Grace. <laughs> People told me I looked like Adam Sandler back in the day. So I don't know if Adam Sandler can act like he plays drums. <laughs> I guess we'll do that. <laughs> How about you guys? I, I have no idea. Um, I'm a Canadian. We gotta just have a Canadian. Uh, Ex Shepherd would play me. Can I have Michael yeah, Caine for me? That. <laughs> that, that was my second choice. Was Michael Caine. It has to be Michael Caine. Uh, yeah, he'll be there. I just love saying that name. Though. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Ma- Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Keaton. You always gotta throw the sir in there. Though, yeah. Sir Michael Caine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I don't know who I'd have play me. I mean. Oh, no. Well, the guy from Dota Soil. We'll leave it up yeah. to the casting director. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. cast Alan. It'd be like Inception. Alan playing the guy who's singing. I'm the dude. I'm the dude dressed as the dude. Yeah. I'm the dude dressed as the dude playing as the dude. Yeah, well, I mean, Alan basically is good. Have Keanu Reeves do it. I wish, man. I'll take that compliment. Well, now. Now we know. We have Keanu Reeves, do you? Yeah. Keanu Reeves will just be our <laughs> so singer. It's like Alan. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> Maybe Terrence and Philip, one of those guys, are they available to be? Uh, Jesse? They're, they're probably getting their faces squeaked. Then honestly, <laughs> I mean, look look at his face. he looks just oh. like Iron Man. 
Oh, Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. action. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the compliment. <laughs> we, we, we just end it there. We'll end on a high note. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man is now singing for shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Dave Grohl on drums as well. Man. Iron Man 3. We've just made yeah. this band a real powerhouse. All the original members have now left the band <laughs> and been replaced <laughs> by replaced other people. Replaced with famous people. Uh man, I can't get over this guy still drumming over here. He's just he getting changing he's just, The crazy hey. thing is, it was so metal earlier, and now, now it's yeah. so laid back. Right. He got really tired on that <laughs> first. <laughs> that first, that was a warm up earlier, I guess. Now he's grooving. Uh, we've already uh, been doing some, uh, you know, Terrence and Philip voices and every some other voices. Uh, is there? Uh, you guys do any celebrity impressions, Jesse? <laughs> I do a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I, uh, I I kind of really like to do uh, Morty, you know, when he when he when he's hanging out and, and, and stuff. You just gotta really stutter, stutter all the words, you know. That's the influence. That's the influence. Come, come, come on, Morty, you gotta just you just gotta trust me. But my little something else is a from I can tell. That's just some bullshit. But uh, yeah, I I I, I uh, yeah. almost was a voice actor for a long time. I uh, did work with Team Four Star, who did Dragon Ball Z abridged. All right. Uh, for yeah, I did Full Metal Alchemist abridged for a, a while. Uh, and did voice acting. I almost went to school for it, but it is more expensive than music school, which is crazy. Uh, that that world. I mean, I talk about it a lot, but that world just fascinates me. That, that it's. It, it, I mean, like I feel it's just like all about who you know. Like yeah. honestly, because I mean, connections, like, connections, connections. Yeah. Well, and once and you've done one or two things sure. big, then everybody else starts calling you. There's, there's like the uh, like the Mount Rushmore of like voice actors that do like a majority of our cartoons that we know. Like right. and like and those those people who keep busy working for sure. And oh like, yeah, definitely. But. Put Bender back on Futurama. Give him the money. Yeah. Say it yeah. now. Right. Well, yeah, well, coming coming back, right? We yeah. Got, uh, well, maybe because like, they, they didn't give him yeah. enough money. They didn't right. give him, they need to leverage more money for everybody. Sure. Yeah. So, hopefully. But yeah, it's supposed to be new episodes coming soon or something. Hopefully. Uh, new Beavis and Butthead on the way. Damn. Oh. Yeah. So. All the all the new ideas are gone. They yeah. got to recycle yeah. the old stuff. Right. Uh, I just watched the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I watched it today. It was terrible. Yeah. I mean, hot takes. Hot takes. (laughs) So, you know, yeah, just recycle every other idea. Yeah. Yeah, We've done this two or three times, but that's a fourth time. Right. We're going to try it a little different this time. Yeah. It's going to be like another time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Those, uh, but yeah, man, those those voices, I don't know. I, they're just interesting to me and they're fun to, to do. And, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, do, I, do, I, do I like do voices to myself all the time, but I never do any that yeah. I feel good about. I mean, like, <laughs> and, and like, like earlier they said, like, do, do like the fucking Velociraptor, like, <laughs> and, like shit, and like shit like that. Like, I'm just like singing, singing was an avenue to just throw my voice more. So, like, that's why I like really got into it, honestly, yeah. over any other, like, playing a musical instrument. What was the, what was the other one? Zom? Zombie fry. Oh, this is doing a zombie fry. Oh, uh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Basically, sounding like you're throwing up. It's pretty metal. I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's just, just a great name, though. It's a classic, uh, you know, uh, TWD. Yeah. We'll save those for later. Voice box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. At least uh, you're a gentleman. <laughs> 
Uh, well, guys, this has been uh, incredible, man. It's been a really fun night. And a uh, big shout out again oh. to the bands in uh, Room 1 Next and room. 5. Yeah. The drummer in Room 1, the band in Room 5. You guys have been <laughs> room, room 1 and 5. That is a band name right tonight. there. Yeah. Anybody who's listening and don't know, podcast. Room 1 and 5, right there. Uh, uh, that might be right. Yeah, I, uh, I thank you so all for for doing this tonight and no, uh, it was a pleasure really appreciate you, you coming you. down here and uh, letting us be part of what you do you know this is great for us you know uh we don't get to get out and talk about ourselves very often so it's kind of weird yeah. but it's fun yeah. at the same yeah, time we do this more yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get to see it yeah i recorded a podcast saturday night yeah it's been an awesome time yeah yeah it's been a lot maybe fun. maybe we uh do something again when the ep yeah, we, comes out or something or whatever yeah, good. Yeah. for sure yeah. or when you have one of those house shows you're talking yeah, about we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. come out and rock one of those Dude, for you man we're gonna make it happen oh hell yeah sure yeah uh, we, it's on the record now, so we have to. So yeah, yeah. And now that sure. we're done, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Good the night. Yeah. <laughs> Good timing. Good night, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Saint Louis, I mean. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate, right, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys.